Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. All right. Happy Friday. If you are watching this on the replay, we have to catch you up to speed because before we hit record, I was putting on mascara as we were waiting for everyone to hop on. And um, there's a reason why you shouldn't use your Zoom camera as a mirror when people are getting on your Zoom, because what actually happens is people get on and then your Zoom mirror all of a sudden starts going all over the place and you get a black spot of mascara on your eye that you can't fix. I can't fix now. I can't leave. I can't leave you guys. And so I don't want to leave you guys. It's not an, I can't, I don't want to leave you. So, um, if you're watching on the replay and you're wondering why there's a black dot on my eye, that's why, because I put my mascara on when people were getting on the zoom, <laughs> that's what I get for vanity, I guess. All right. Um, I wore my Target shirt for you guys today because it's so funny and I'm going to teach you about it because it's like a total, the reason why it's so funny is because of the thought, right? It says, me, take all my money, Target, thanks girl, see you next week. <laughs> I'm going to do a post about it because it's so relatable and why is it so relatable because we all have thoughts, right? 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day is average. Now, some of you listening are thinking I'm above average on the thought scale. And others of you are like, there's no way that I have that many thoughts, but there is, you're just not noticing all of them, right? How many times have you set a goal to have a budget? And you're like, okay, I'm going to have a budget <laughs> and I can't even go into target because if I go in the store without a list or even step through the doors, my budget is blown. Right. And it's almost like you feel like it's out of your control, but it is totally within your control. And if you are someone who is working on trying to have a budget in any store, whether it's online shopping, I had to take the Jane app off of my phone. The Jane app, my friend is the owner and CEO of Jane, uh, the company Jane. It's jane.com. It's, it's like a clothing accessory little trinket online store that they created years and years and years ago, our daughters cheered together, uh, back when they were littler. And I told her, I was like, Megan, I had to take the app off my phone. You guys have just way too much good stuff. Your stuff is too good because, and not that I can't afford it, but it was like, I was shopping to feel good, to feel better about certain things that I was going through. Now, whenever I want it, I just go to the website. I order what I want. I decide ahead of time how much I'm going to spend, not because I can't spend more, but because I'm using my prefrontal cortex to make a choice ahead of time before I do it. That's the power of our thoughts. That's the power of our human brain. So notice within yourself, if you're giving your power away to, in this example, target, <laughs> or 
if you want to take it back and say, yep, I might, or I just want to, I just want to blow $200 a month at Target on nothing that has anything to do with anything in my family that we need or whatever you want to say, right? The power of our thoughts. So incredibly powerful and the best news ever because it's where we take our power back. All right. Your power is limitless. There is no limit. And when you notice the things that you give it away to, that's when you get to really reach your full potential. So we are going to start today with Michelle and um, we'll go from there. All right, Michelle, tell me what I can help you with today. Well, um, I'm going to try and organize my thoughts quickly because I know we're on a, you know. Oh, you are just fine. There. You don't even, don't um, even worry about rushing or will you just. Well, I want to use talk. your time wisely. I really <laughs> thank you for putting this out there. And I'm so excited that I got a slot. Um, and I feel like I know you and your family from forever ago because of the amazing things you do on Instagram. And I love Cosette and all the things. <laughs> um, but so I have been, I'm, I'm going to be 51 in um, a couple months and I've been with Plexus. It was eight years in August. And one of my um, oldest friends, Lori Welcher, Lori Bradford, shared Plexus with me. And um, I signed up immediately. You know, she knew the things that I needed, definitely financial and some health issues. Um, quickly, I became a silver. And for about, I don't know, seven and a half, seven and three quarters years, I'm still a silver. And that's as far as I went. Um, for reasons of, I only used them for the products or, you know, for the benefit, the health benefits, um, my own life stuff came in and I just didn't do anything with the business. Um, so it's, it's kind of a twofold question here. I, I have not missed a convention in eight years. Well, except for last year's, um, I do all the things show up at all the events but for some reason, I just always feel stuck. And then my mindset says, you're going to be 51. You've done this for eight years. Just stop. Your, your past has come. They've taken the past and you're over. Um, I've talked with Lori about this extensively. And she always reminds me like, yeah, you could quit. But if you don't quit, then you're going to do something. Um, my biggest issues obviously is my mindset um, of, is it just too late the people that I've shared with for eight years, they're just so tired of the same old thing of my talk. Um, I went through a lot of ambassadors and people usually just leave and quit the products. Um, and I feel like there is a block on my social media. Um, I don't post very much because I'm always worried to post. And there's only certain people that I really do follow that I want to be like. You are one of them that show just real life. And I'm like, why can't I just do that? Um, and I just overanalyze the perfectionism that has to be there in a post. So I don't post a lot. So I, I realize that about myself. Um, and I'm starting to feel and I need to dive deeper 
is an issue with money. Um, I am a Christian, a believer, and I always fear like, oh, does God want me to have money? Or does he just want to provide it like he does with the sparrows? You know, I mean, I know it's not going to grow on my trees in my backyard, but the relationship with money, um, I'm finding that I worry, will I be the same person? So I know I'm all over the board, Emily, but I guess my first things are, I've been here for eight years and I've been a silver the whole time. And I definitely want more for my husband. Um, and I just, I'm tired of worrying, like, is it too late? Am I spinning the wheel? You know, um, I did the momentum with you and Brooke at home here. And I think my issue a lot is consistency, you know, of just doing the work. Um, but it's discouraging and embarrassing when I do try and reach out to people. And then they say, oh, how long have you been in Plexus? And I'm like, oh, I've been here eight years. And if I'm trying to share the business, then they always ask, oh, well, where are you? And then I just say, oh, how do I tell them I'm still a silver? It's, it's, it doesn't look good, I feel like. I mean, I know not everyone's going to be, you know, I'm speaking about Lori because she's my only one that I go, that I know my sponsor is, she went diamond in 11 months. And so I try and just feed off of other people's success because I'm embarrassed about my own. And I don't feel like people are going to want to join me when I've been a silver for eight years. You know, you tell me this is so great, but how come you're not doing great? So I'm talking too much, Emily. So I'm just going to stop. You're not. I'm writing down lots of things and I love how you're sharing your thoughts so freely. It is incredibly powerful. So mm. um, I trust you a hundred percent. I do. I, I love it. And I've got you. Okay. I've totally got you. One of the questions that I want to ask you before we put something into a model is what is it, what are other ways that you can interpret where, what you've achieved in your company so far? Um, I feel that an achievement is I haven't quit in eight years. I don't know if I'm understanding or if I'm answering that correctly or if I understand the question. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an achievement that I still want to share or that I believe in the products um, that I haven't quit sooner. You know, I haven't quit period yet. I shouldn't say sooner. I've come close, but uh, I just don't feel right quitting. And let's, let's just, I want to, I want to go here first. We're just going to put, um, my rank is the first rank. Would that be true to say? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. And your thought about that is what? that it is still a rank, that it is still something that someone should celebrate. Right. But what's your, what's your brain telling you about it? When you're like, my rank is silver. small, my rank is silver. Yeah. My rank is silver and it is small that it what, is. And what's the problem with that? The problem is, is that I know 
that there's so many people that are much higher that started where I did. So that, do you feel like your thought is I should be further along? Yes. Okay. hundred percent. I should be further along. Okay. And you said you think this when you're talking to people about the business and they ask you how long you've been in the company and instantly you're like, Oh, I don't know what to say to them. Like, I'm so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I you, use... when you think, Oh no, it's fine. When you think I should be further along, what feeling in one word comes up for you? Shame. Okay. And I almost want to get, I want to go back and I want to get even more clear because I feel like this, this thing that happened in your messenger, like you said, when I'm messaging with people and they ask me about the business, I, you know, I want to actually want to like rewind a little bit and go to that specific moment because I think it's going to give us a lot of answers And so can you tell me the last time that you were in messages with someone and they asked you, you know, well, where are you? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, is that a specific message that happened? It's more in person. Okay. When was the last time that happened? To be honest with you, it was at the beginning of COVID. Okay. So last year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Last year, you were talking to a friend? Yes, a longtime friend. And the friend said what? She was asking about the money as far as how how do you make money with Plexus? So I was telling her. And that led to, as you make money, you rank up, you know, um, and I was sharing with her the different ranks. And she said, oh, well, where are you? And I used to always say, oh, well, I'm just a silver, but I've gotten rid of the word just. And I said, I'm a silver. And she's a friend that I have known probably 16 years so that I don't mind telling her the exact amount. Mm -hmm. But I am honest with her to say, now you could make, you could pass me up, but this is where I am. Mm -hmm. And I, I tried to change the conversation pretty quick. So um, last year, your friend said, where are you? And you said, I'm a silver. Mm-hmm. And, and did she say anything back? No, she just kind of, you know, they get that little head shake like, oh, okay. And I assume that she's thinking in her mind, I need something way more than this. Okay. Um, So last year, friend said, where are you? I said, I'm a silver. And you think what? And I internally think I'm embarrassed that I'm not further along. And why would she actually embarrassed? You feel embarrassed when you think I should be further along. Yes. Okay. There. Now we've got something really good here. I should be further along. Okay. So when you think I should be further along, you feel embarrassed. 
And when you felt embarrassed in that moment, you said you changed, try to change the conversation, change the subject. Yes. What do you remember what you changed the subject to just out of curiosity? Yes. I go towards people that I personally know that are making much okay. more money. So change the subject to other people um, in business. Yes. I'm okay. sorry about that. That's no, fine. Um, I take the focus off of me, which I think is a negative, And okay. I try and shine the light on, you know, Amber. Off of me, shine light on... Amber or Lori. Someone else. Um, so like some deflecting. Yeah. Some right. deflecting. Okay. And what else did you do when you felt embarrassed? I feel like I am a good, um, I could put on that fake smile and act like everything's fine so that they could somehow believe in this with me. Um, What does that look like? When you do that, I like, are you actually putting a smile on your face? Like you said, I put on a fake smile. Describe to me what that looked like in that moment. Okay. Um, I literally will make sure that I feel very light. I look not stressed when I'm telling her like, oh, I don't put on a sour face. I try and stay like upbeat and positive. And I would say, but and I start bringing up highlights of other people. And if I feel like it's kind of going away where I'm losing the conversation, I'll go back to the products instead of the business. Um, something that I know they're ailing with um, and bring up that product. Did you do that with her that day? I did. Okay. Um, what were you not doing when you felt embarrassed? Like, what were you avoiding doing? I think I was avoiding just being transparent, being honest on my own failures. Mm -hmm. I will say that on certain people I have in the past, if I felt comfortable enough, I will right away say, now, I am where I am because of my own issues. I've went through some stuff. we did go through a couple of really hard family issues and deaths in our family this last year. Um, and so I would use that as an excuse, not a fake excuse. It's really true. But within the last eight years, there's been multiple things. And I usually go to those, bring them back out of the closet as my justification. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last year, friend said, where are you? You said, I'm a silver. You think I should be further along. You feel embarrassed. And when you felt embarrassed, you changed the subject to other people in the business to highlight their success. Focus, take the focus off of yourself, shine a light on someone else. So you're deflecting, right? 
not that you should or shouldn't. You pretend that you're not embarrassed. So you have some resisting of emotion going on within yourself happening there. You pretend to be upbeat and positive, which means, you know, all in all, you're lying to your friend about what you think and feel, right? True. And it, you said that you avoid, you said yourself, you avoid honesty of own failures and you make excuses for yourself. You said, you know, I try to be upbeat and positive, but it's all, you're lying to her when you do these things, right? So lying to friend, we can just sum that up in one bucket, all those things, lying to friend, right? Right. And then you judge yourself up in your head the whole time, right? Like you're like, you judge yourself, you even, you know, justify, well, we had these family things and this is why I'm not further along. Like, it's interesting how our brain always does this. Whenever you hear yourself say the word should, whether it's about you or somebody else, what happens is instantly you mirror and become defensive. It's Mm -hmm. just what the brain does. It's your lower brain. It's trying to efficiently handle the thing that has gone wrong in your mind, right? So of course, justification is going to show up and making excuses is going to show up in your action line here because you are literally saying, I should be further along, right? And judging self, you're also judging your friend because you are trying to control what she's thinking. If there's a little bit of like manipulation of friend here, whether you recognize it or not, because you're like, I don't want her to think that I'm not further along, but I'm not further along. And I think I should be further along. And so there's all of this, like trying to manipulate what friend is feeling, which is impossible. We cannot control what other people feel. Right. They have their own thoughts. And from those thoughts come their feelings, right? So we're manipulating friend. We're lying to friend. We're judging self. We're judging friend and what she think, what we think she's going to think about us. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we are deflecting to avoid uh, honesty. Right. And the result is I'm not further along. And, and our brain thinks it's because you're not doing the business right, or you're not further along, or you're 51, or all these other things. Your brain thinks that it's because of that. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why you're not further along is because of this thought, I should be further along. Yeah. Because every time you think it, you're going to feel embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And then these actions show up for you that we just listed off. They -hmm. might look a little bit different every time, but I promise you're going to see the same buckets of defensiveness. Yeah. uh, Excuses, lying, manipulation. Yeah. And it's crazy when you look at it in the buckets, isn't it? 
It is. Because Hearing in your mind, words. yeah, like what happens in your mind when you hear those words, when we put them in the buckets? Hearing manipulation and lying, like it makes me sad because I don't want to be like that. I don't want to lie to people that I care about. I don't want to lie to anybody, you know? Um, yeah, it just, it makes me sad yeah. to hear that, that those are the ways that I am handling being a silver still or whatever. Um, well, and it, it's, it's our brain then will sometimes go into like beat ourselves up. Right. We're like, Oh, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yes. Cause like, we think that's going to make us feel better. Let's beat ourselves up. Right. And tell ourselves how awful we are. That will fix this. Yes. Let's serve worms for dinner. Right. It doesn't fix it though, right? It actually makes it worse, right? And some of the, I think the most beautiful thing to allow yourself right now to do is that feeling of sadness that overcame you where you teared up a little bit just there. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. Let that sadness just come in. Like, just okay. let it come and be like, yep. Wow. Having a realization here. Yeah, totally. Is that 100%. the person I want to be? Nope. Yeah. Best news ever. Cause I get to change. Right. And That's also cool. having compassion for yourself and being like, so crazy. Cause I'm actually not that person mm-hmm. in, in other areas of my life. Right. Like I'm not, I don't lie. Usually I don't manipulate. Usually Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not defensive. Usually (laughs) isn't it so interesting that those are the things that are coming up for you Mm -hmm. with this thought. I should be further along. I would have not picked those out. That's what comes out of it. Every time you pick it, every time you choose to think it, Mm -hmm. It's showing up. Right. Right. I didn't see it like that at all. So, I mean, and, and so it's no wonder you're not further along. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I sometimes yourself there, we can be like, no wonder (laughs) my goodness. Right. Right. Exactly. And I don't want to be a martyr about it either. I don't want to carry it forever. I used to tell myself, oh, it's been four years. I'll just be that girl up on stage that'll say, hey, if it took you four years, you know, I'll have a story to tell. Well, the story at eight years, I mean, come on. Is there going to be anybody there that is in the eight-year column still? I don't know. Maybe. What is the What is the upside of asking yourself that question? What do you mean? Like having, choosing that, like... Is there really going to be anyone at eight years? Well, I don't know if there is an upside. It's just a punch at myself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's this memorized model that you do to yourself Mm -hmm. to punish yourself. Right. It's sort of like the girl that buys the the, you know, who's in a size 20 and she wants to be a size two. So every day she gets the size two pants out as motivation Mm -hmm. 
There is no upside of doing that to ourselves and feeding ourselves up like that. Right. It's counterproductive in achieving our goal. Right. And that's so good that you brought that up because that was my, uh, before COVID hit, but it started that my weight started to come up. And so I was just like, oh, well, how do I talk about these healthy products when in the last two years, those that are closest to me have seen me went up like three sizes. I mean, I used to be so thin and then all of a sudden as the clock has been ticking and things have slowed down and um, me not being able to get out and exercise as much, like, it's just that you feel like a fake of Mm -hmm. how do I talk about health unless I am Jane Fonda herself in her prime. You know, it's ridiculous. I get it. As I say it, it's even more ridiculous when I'm hearing it. But it's just these. It's just all your thoughts. No, it is. It's just all your thoughts. Literally everything you just told me are all your thoughts. And your brain is like, and they are facts. (laughs) Yeah. Not a single thing that you just told me was a fact. Not one of them right? And not, not one of them is productive in helping you achieve your goal. It's all counterproductive. It's all see like your brain is always going to look for evidence of what you believe, even if you have thought errors in there. Right. Because like your brain's like, yeah, like (laughs) you're gaining weight. How can you Be a health and wellness advocate if you are gaining weight. Yeah. Uh, What is wrong with you gaining weight? What's the problem with that? What's your brain tell you that's wrong with it? That my appearance goes against the, um, what is it? You know, what the billboard advertisement is. And I'm not saying. And what is that? What's the billboard advertisement? That if you are. You're, if you're in health and wellness and you're promoting, like, take this to help you with bloating or weight loss. Well, if you're promoting it, how come it's not working for you? Is it not working for you? <laughs> it is working for me in other ways, but my problem is, and I know it, it can only work so much unless you're self-sabotaging the product. You know, my diet is not good. My exercise isn't good. So I know what, what I'm, what is healthy? You're getting me, Emily. Healthy to me is someone that outwardly shows it. Like they they work out, they look healthy um, in their physique, I guess. And that's not good to say because I know that there are people that are probably health or um, on the scale. It's larger number than what I am, and they're living wonderful, productive, happy lives, and take plexus. But for me personally, I feel like it's not looking like this and in this size. Well, it's kind of fascinating to sit on this topic for a minute here because, you know, I have a friend who just ran a Spartan race Mm -hmm. and I'm skinnier than her. Mm -hmm. She is definitely in better shape than me. Mm Mm-hmm. She counts her macros. She's super picky about what she puts in her body. Mm -hmm. 
doesn't touch soda. With all, if you line up all the facts, she's healthier than me. But outwardly, I'm skinnier. Mm -hmm. So who's healthier? Yeah, that's a good point. It's true. It's another. It's just kind of interesting to look at it and challenge Mm -hmm. our beliefs. Right. Because in our society, there is a belief that is accepted culturally that skinny is healthy. Mm -hmm. What does size have to do with it? I guess for me, because I've been thinner, that size matters because then that means I'm more fat. And I know that that's a myth because I can weigh more because I have more muscle. What's wrong with fat? I guess it's just how I feel, how I look. Thank the Lord. My husband loves me no matter what, but I've just changed so much. And size just means that I failed at taking care of myself. Because Interesting. I'm Interesting. I'm to lazy. notice that thought. Mm-hmm. Size okay. means that I have failed. For me personally, I don't look at other people this way. Sure, it's sure. Really, We're just looking at your really. brain right now. We yes. are just looking at what Please. your brain is doing right now. Yeah. And what your brain is telling you is that size means... I have failed. I have failed or that I'm lazy at my goals. (laughs) I'm lazy at my goals and I've failed. And those make me want to shut down when I have opportunity to share plexus. I'm curious to know, do you have these same thoughts about where you are in your business? I'm lazy at my goals. I've failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just... It's kind of fascinating how our brains have this like carryover, right? Sure. Like a lot of times you'll see this, they, in like the world of psychology, they'll call it addicted addiction transfer. Hmm. Oprah talked about this when she was trying to lose weight. She said, Mm -hmm. I'll sit down and I'll eat an entire bag of lettuce because I have to be chewing something. And I used to sit down and eat a bag of potato chips, Mm -hmm. right? And she's like, so now I sit down and I eat a bag of lettuce. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she still does. This was like, I think I heard her say that like over 10 years ago. But when I look back at that as as a life coach now, when I look back at that, I'm like, never fix the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? It's gonna keep showing up Until we change the belief. And when we change the belief, we change the emotion and that's what changes behavior. Right. 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 So right now you have a set of beliefs about your business and about your body. Mm -hmm. And those set of beliefs create emotion and Your emotions are what drive your behavior and your behavior is what gives your results. Yeah. Right. So 
That's why we can't outrun and just work harder and take more trainings mm-hmm. and expect it to work. Yeah. Right. Like why we can't just work out more to eat more. Right. It's why we can't just take our supplements and eat chocolate peanut butter ice cream every night for dinner and wonder why we're not losing weight. Right. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So what's another way to interpret where you're at with your body right now? Um, I don't know if this is what you're asking, but I feel like sometimes I just gave up. I gave up on myself. Um, yeah. And, and then I'll avoid, you know, I get in the trap of, I know the right things to do and then I'll avoid it and I'll self-soothe by saying, oh, well, I'm just going to look at Instagram real quick. And then I start scrolling. And before you know it, you're in a casino and five hours have went by, you know, not that long. I have never done it that long, but exaggerating, but yeah. And it's kind of interesting how you're like five hours. I've never done that before though. But I really haven't. But what but if it, you did? Yeah. Right? I Your definitely have like, really... oh my gosh, that would be so shameful. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I have like, to defend that I'm not doing that. Right. right. You're, you're going to see this pop up in anywhere where you feel shame or embarrassed. Mm-hmm. These same actions pop up. Right. It's right. like that addiction transfer almost. Right. And in the land of life coach, we call uh, that buffering where mm. we avoid negative emotion. So we scroll to numb out. Yep. Right. And yep. I'm going to draw something for you here because I love talking about this from the standpoint of Christianity, especially. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So you've seen me, you've probably seen me uh, talk about the 50, 50 before, right? I think so. Life is 50, 50 whether we like it or not. 50% positive and 50% negative. Mm -hmm. Emotions like relief, joy, happy, excited. Mm, Love. All here on the positive side. Mm -hmm. Then we have things on the negative side like shame, guilt, sad, embarrassed, what else? Negative emotions that you can think of. Um, frustration or anger, frustration, good frustration, anger. All right. Mm-hmm. And 
when we are in the negative emotion, because we have our lower brain, our primitive brain that has not evolved, our higher brain is our prefrontal cortex. It's where we make our decisions from. It's what separates us from the animals. Our animalistic brain is our lower brain, our primitive brain. Our human brain is our higher brain, our prefrontal mm-hmm. cortex. All right. Okay. okay. Our prefrontal cortex is always in charge. Our lower brain thinks it's in charge. Mm. It can't do anything without our prefrontal cortex deciding we are going to pick up the pen and use it. We give a lot of power over to our lower brain, which is why we eat the ice cream at bedtime and gain Mm -hmm. 20 pounds during COVID because our lower brains, like we might die. This feels scary. Let's eat ice cream to avoid feeling scared. Right. Mm -hmm. Scared is down here on the negative emotion. Yeah. Right. Right. And so buffering is out here. This is all buffering. And buffering is what I like to call outer darkness. Mm. It's where you are when you are beyond feeling. And in, um, in my religion, we have stories of people from back when, before Christ lived. And then when he lived that talk about how the people were beyond feeling, Mm. they were numb to it. Right. Right. And I had this realization as I was going through coach certification. Oh my gosh. That's every time I buffer, every time I buffer, I'm beyond feeling. So Mm. when I eat ice cream, to avoid feeling scared or lonely or shame or guilt or sadness or embarrassment or frustration or anger. Mm -hmm. And I scroll social media to avoid feeling lonely, bored. I don't want to feel bored. So I'll scroll social media. Right. I don't want to feel guilt. So Mm -hmm. I'll, scroll social media. I'm not further along in my business. So I'm going to go scroll social media and avoid feeling guilt. (laughs) Right. Which then after you feel worse guilt. (laughs) Exactly. That's how we know it's buffering. No, for everyone. Mm -hmm. The, The way we know we have buffered is there is always a net negative result. Some people are like, well, how do I know I'm buffering instead of coping? Like, for example, how do I know, you know, when I exercise every day, am I buffering when I exercise? Cause I'm frustrated and I want to go burn off my frustration on the treadmill. Yeah. Well, how do you feel when you're done? Do you feel like energized or happy or like, wow, I, that really lifted the weight off my shoulders. I feel better now. Mm-hmm. When you feel better, like not like instantly better, but when you're like, I really found some clarity there and I feel relief, right? 
then you right. know it's coping okay. versus buffering. Buffering okay. is always going to give you a net negative result, like the one you're seeing right now, which is I'm not further along. Mm-hmm. It's a net negative. So we know you're buffering in yes. there, right? Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> what I what I teach here is that when you are buffering, you are beyond feeling. And God gave us bodies to come to earth to feel the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And when we buffer, we are not in God's power. We are in Satan's power. We are in his grasp. Right. He has right. power over us when we buffer. So it's like we are not le- not. Um leaning on God to help us through that negative side. We're just avoiding it hundred percent through buffering, then right. letting Satan take over. Okay. Right. And, and, and some people right now are thinking no more buffering. Can't buffer. Buffer's bad. Got it. Check, 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 check. That's your lower brain being super efficient, mm-hmm. but yeah. this is part of it. All of it. This is the okay. human experience buffering. We all do it. Yeah. Positive emotions. We all experience it. Negative emotions. We all experience it. Right. But here's the thing. When the more we buffer, the more we are in resistance of feeling the negative and the bigger it all gets, the further away from the positive we go. Mm -hmm. We think we're coming over here. We're like, oh yeah, scroll social media. This feels so much better than guilt right now. Mm, Scroll, 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 scroll. Mm-hmm. Scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're like, ooh, yeah. 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 Then, Feeling so much better, except, oh, I'm not further along. Yeah. I hurt me. Yes. I don't trust myself. When mm-hmm. that net negative shows up, which it always will when we buffer. Right. It's yeah. always going to come from buffering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then before you know it, I'm setting up my bedroom in the buffering and pushing the walls out to make it a bigger buffer. Right. Right. We think we're going this way when we buffer, but we're not, we're going out here. And the only way back is to process and feel the negative emotions. Wow. Okay. And so we can look at it and we can say, We can start, always start with compassion and curiosity is what I recommend. That's what I teach. Start with compassion and curiosity of self, right? Think about if you were talking to yourself as a child, Mm -hmm. if you were like, yeah, I, I should be further along because that thought it's going to come up as long as you believe it. And right now you are 100% committed to believing it. And you have a ton of evidence for why. You had some family things that came up. You had all these other things that you listed off to your friend in the excuse bucket and the defensive bucket. Yep. Yeah. And so, and so does everyone else. (laughs) You're not alone. Yeah. Just not. Yeah. Well, that comparison trap, which is for another day that, that makes you really feel like 
everybody's got their stuff together. Every, I mean, look at Instagram, right? And comparison is over here. Yeah. I was going to mention it, but you had enough going, but for sure. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it could even be in the land of buffering a little bit. Okay. Comparison can be over in buffering because for you, especially you have some victimization going on in your action line as well that I didn't say out loud, but I saw meaning you like, poor me. I it's just never going to work for me. Like, I don't know if you've looked at my email yet today. When I talked about past and future focused, have you seen the feel it Friday video yet? Um, I was scrolling to make sure I had the right passcode and I saw it and I was like, I can't, I gotta get on, but I want to go back. I will watch that today. It's only eight or nine minutes long. And I talk about these three thoughts that doesn't work for me. I've had this issue my entire life. I'm not the kind of person who can do that. Okay. This is living in the past and it's all victimizing self, right? Yes. But when you do that, and then in your action line, it shows up that you, you know, you're comparing yourself to other businesses. Mm-hmm. I think you might be buffering with it because you're like, I don't want to feel embarrassed. I want to feel happy. And so I have to compare myself to somebody else. And then I can feel better about my situation. Right. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't use other people's example of success to highlight to others that anything is achievable. Right. Like that's my motive. It's like, what are your reasons for it? And do you like them? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a question I ask myself a lot is a lot of times I'll do something and I'll be like, I stand behind my decision. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Do you like your reasons for it? Yep. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. You're true to yourself for sure with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So compassion for yourself. This is where I want you to start. Compassion for self of I should be further along. Should I? I don't really deserve it because I haven't put in the work for it. So honestly. And I feel like that's sort of like getting back into like the beat yourself up category a little bit. I don't deserve this. Why not? Don't you? Well, it's like somebody saying, how come I'll just use Plexus? Why am I not an Emerald? I work on my business two days a month. You know, I mean, what are you expecting? And so when I truly say, should I be further along with knowing my personal past? I'm not saying it for sympathy or from someone to pat me on. It's okay. No, I'm just being black and white, like for myself, I guess. Which which can cause more beating up, right? Like, okay. so I want you to really work on compassion because, okay. <clears throat> because compassion is, yeah, of course we'd be here. Mm. Like we're just figuring new things out about ourselves. Mm. We didn't even realize that we were doing this this whole time. Instead of being like, yep, see, did this to yourself, right? There's a big difference in how you're talking to yourself. Okay. And I just want you to notice that when you say things like, yeah, well, what do you expect? 
You only work two days a month. This is what you get. Like that is beating yourself up versus, you know, again, picture yourself as a child, like a two-year-old and looking at a child who can't tie their shoes. Like you would not yell at them and be like, this is what you get. Like you should figure this out. Like, I don't know why you can't tie your shoes. Like you've been alive for two years. Why haven't you figured this out yet? You wouldn't, you'd be like, let me do it for you. Come here. This is not a big deal. Let's just give Velcro. We don't even (laughs) need to learn to tie our shoes. Yeah. I don't even know if my third child who is nine, I don't think he even knows how to tie his shoes. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not even a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mm-hmm. youngest of six was probably nine or 10 before we started saying, okay, let's get some regular shoes. But like, why um, does he need to learn to tie his shoes? Like, that's literally the question. I started stressing about it this summer. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he doesn't know how to tie his shoes. And like, I was like, we have to learn how to tie shoes. And then all of a sudden I was like, why? Yeah. This is why God made vans. <laughs> In many different colors and patterns. There you go. I totally don't need to learn. He totally does not need to learn to tie his shoes. And he doesn't want to learn to tie his shoes. There you go. And so I'm like, I mean, I wish I wouldn't have bought like the $90 Nikes with the shoelaces for him, but I'm like, well, maybe my youngest will want to wear them in a couple of years. Maybe Mm -hmm. he'll want to learn to tie his shoes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But we go into this, like, we got to fix it. This is a problem. Yeah. Right. And so like you can apply this also to your, your body stuff with your weight. Cause in your mind, you're like, this is a problem. We have to fix it. We are bigger Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't be. Yeah. Who says worse? Who says we shouldn't be bigger? Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. Caring about what people say. Media. Mm -hmm. Do I want to believe that? I don't have to. But right now you want to, you're like super committed to it. Mm -hmm. And I find myself being super committed to it also. Well, you guys are amazing with your six for six. I'm like, why don't I just do that? Why don't I just do it? You know? And anyways, But like, that's a great question to ask yourself and let your brain answer. Why don't you just do it? Yeah. Like, why not? Why aren't you doing it right now? Oh, you're asking me actually. Um, I think I just run out to the outer dark. I just start saying, I'll make excuses, you know? Um, But like, why don't you want, why don't you do it? Just go work out today. Why not? Yeah. What are the excuses your brain tells you? I feel like it's literally blank of why not. I have the ability. I have some equipment. I can just go for a walk. Um, I wish that I had someone to do it with sometimes. Mm. Don't want to do it alone. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, I honestly like get hot just thinking of it because I'm stressing on not even knowing what to say. What's the real reason besides the L word, like being so lazy. 
Like me, why do, and like not like, motivating. For me, I was like, I don't want to sweat. I don't want to wash my hair. Um, Inconvenient. I don't like then the I way I start feel. Later. Makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm trying to make it so bigger. Right. Don't want to, don't want to be cold. Don't want to go to the gym. Don't like the gym. Yeah. There's like lots of reasons for you to explore and investigate here. Okay. And we are so trained to push it all away. Be like, no, no, no. Don't think that. Yeah. And what I want to help you learn how to do is go interesting. Why? Yes. Do I want to keep believing that? That's true. I I, I easily can just walk away from it instead of dissecting <laughs> it and digging up that root. You know, I make it so hard. Just the question of why am I not exercising today? And then as you're saying all those reasons, I'm like, bing, bing, bing. Like, that's me. That's me. Why can't I think like that? You know, why am I not coming up with those ideas. Cause I'm so used to just running past the problem. Yeah. There so. you go. Being human again, <laughs> your I lower brain, just taking all the power. Yeah. Your prefrontal cortex being like, yep, take it all, have it, see it, mm-hmm. see it tomorrow, girl. Just like my shirt. Right. Just right? like my shirt. Yep. Yep. Take all my money target. Okay. Yep. Thanks. See you next week, girl. Yep. Yep. Right. It's like, oh, cool. Lower brain. Yep. Don't want to exercise today. Cause you told me I might feel lonely when I'm exercising and mm, I don't want to feel lonely. So take all my power. Here you go. Right. Lower brain. We're not going to exercise because I don't want to feel loneliness and I might feel lonely and right. I might have to like shower and change my clothes and like do my hair again. And like, that could be like a lot of work. I don't want to feel I don't want to feel any negative emotions in any of that. So I'm just not going to do it. And yeah, and I'm going to call myself, I'm going to call myself lazy because that's useful. Right. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. What were you saying? Well, no, all those things, like I'm not going to do it because of all this. And yet in the back of my mind, I already know, even though I'm going to feel worse tonight when I lay my head down, because when I think about my day, I'm going to think what I didn't accomplish. And I get up thinking, okay, I got to do this, but, and it's like this vicious cycle of the guilt, shame. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know what to do and yet I'm putting it off, but then I'm really put, not putting off the bigger thing, which is the guilt that I failed again. And you're letting your lower brain be in charge. Mm -hmm. When you don't have a plan ahead of time, your lower brain's in charge. Okay. When you make a plan the night before and you map it out, like tonight, decide what time are you going to exercise tomorrow? If this is a goal of yours, right? Decide tomorrow, what time? And then when that time comes, put your workout clothes on and just be like, yep, we're just going to do 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to be done. And then you can do more than 10 minutes if you want. Sure. But just like trick your brain a little bit and be like, yep, just going to do 10 minutes. Might feel lonely the whole time. Here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it's that prefrontal cortex deciding 24 hours in advance what you're going to do and then doing it. Same right. Thing applies in your business. Yeah. 
plan right. it ahead of time. Cause right now you are giving all your power away to your lower brain. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yep, it's because that just doesn't work for me. Those mm-hmm. trainings that just doesn't work for me. And I've had this issue for eight years the whole time. I'm it's cause I'm 51. Yep. Also it's because they gained weight in COVID. That's why, that's why I'm not going anywhere in my business. And I'm just also not the kind of person who can do that. So like, look at my friend Lori and look at Amber and like, look at all these other people. Cause like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it possible that you are more powerful and a better example of how to create a business than any of them? I don't know, to be honest. Take a guess. Is it possible? Is there any way that it's possible? Sure. There could be a possibility. How so? Um, Because if I put effort in, the sky's the limit. I'm limitless if I apply and, and, and do the things. And there's no cap on, I guess, what my achievements can be when I do them. There's no cap on my achievements when I do them. There's I no, guess I'm, I can't tell the future. There's no cap on my achievements when I do them. When I put the work in to achieve them. How does that, what feeling comes up when you think that? How do you feel right now? I, I still feel that I want to go towards the negative. That's because um, you're having it thought about it. When you think the thought, there's no cap on my achievement when I do them. Immediately, what emotion do you feel? Fail. Fail? Well, like, it, it, because I haven't done it yet. So you're having a thought about it. You're having a thought about it. Yeah. I mean, I do feel hopeful. I do feel there is hope. There hopeful. is that feeling of like excitement. Like, whoa, what if excitement. that's true? Which one? Excitement or hopeful? Which one is stronger? Hopeful. Okay. This is super powerful. And then I'm going to move on to somebody else. But yes, yes. There's no cap on my achievement when I do them. What did you say? That doesn't sound right. No. Um, There's no cap on my achievement when I do. When I fall, when I do the work to achieve them. When I do the work to achieve them. And you feel hopeful when you think that. Yes. And then all of a sudden your brain's like, you're going to fail. And you cover up that happy emotion, that nice emotion, hopeful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's just a trained habit. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you can choose this thought. I should be further along. I don't want it. And then you can transition every time you hear that thought, because it's going to come for as long as you believe it. And as long as you're like, yep, eight years, been doing this eight years. Look at all these other people that did it faster. Lori did it in 11 months. What's wrong with me? Collecting evidence, something's wrong with me. Yep, it's because I gained weight. It's because I'm 51. It's because 
Um, I'm always worried to post because there's a perfect post out there. You said I overanalyze the perfectionism that has to be there. Nope. B minus is actually good enough. When I go to hit post on something, I'm like, yeah, it's not perfect, but you know what? B minus, here we go. Got to get back to what I was doing. Taking way too much time on this. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these beliefs, all of them. And they're just stirring in a big belief pot. Mm -hmm. Big, 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 big. And you're like, yep. It's all the reasons why I'm not further along. Except you could choose Every time you think I should be further along, you could be like, and there's no cap on my achievement when I do the work. Let's go. It's the and clause. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. Santa Claus clause. It was like Santa Claus number two, or maybe it was number one. I don't even remember. I love those. Mm-hmm. I love number one the best. Yeah. But it's like the Santa Claus. Did you not read the clause on the card? You put the suit on, you become Santa Claus. Yeah. Right? It's the and clause. So you say, I should be further along and there's no cap on my achievement when I do the work. Let's go. What emotion comes up instantly? What feeling do you have when you hear me say that? When I hear you say, let's go, I feel powerful and excited. Mm, Powerful. Mm. Powerful, excited. My guess is that when you're feeling powerful and excited, you're not going to be changing the subject to other people, focusing off self, lying, manipulating, and justifying and judging. Right. My guess is in your action line, you're going to be like, ooh, what B minus post could I throw up really fast? Who could I message? Who could I talk to and be like, guess what? Been doing this for eight years, like totally half, half assing it. Maybe mm-hmm. you won't swear because maybe you're like the non-swearing mm-hmm. Christian. I would consider myself to be the swearing Christian, but I don't do all the words, just some of them. Okay. Yeah. And right. I try to not do them around my children. So I'm so sorry if your children are listening into this. This is a no. swear free show. <laughs> <laughs> half doing it. And I'm ready to like take my power back and do this. And I would love to do it with you. Like you would be so good at this. And I, and here's why you're organized. You have great influence. You are one of my favorite people on the whole planet. I love working with you and I would love to do this together. Yeah. Let me show you these examples of other people who like, didn't let things get in their way. Didn't let their head get in their way. They did it like super fast. And now that like, I'm like getting past that, we're going to go super fast. And like, I'm looking for someone to partner with. Can you, do you want to do it? Mm -hmm. Totally different, right? Right. Totally different. Totally Totally different. different. Thank you so much, Emily. You're welcome. Okay. Tristan, do you want to be coached quickly before the call is over? The person who signed up for coaching messaged me halfway through and was like, I can't, my work, my work stuff is totally running over. So Tristan, Kathy, either of you want to be coached? Anyone else want to raise their hand? Yes. Tristan, you, do you want to do it? We won't do long. We'll just do something quick. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, that scares me to death. <laughs> You're like, I was just inside having a nice day. Now what's yeah. happening? <laughs> I was totally doing dishes, yelling at my children. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I, I do that too. So that's fine. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Like, what do you, what can I coach you on? Do you want me to coach you on yelling on your kids? Do you want me to coach you on your business? <laughs> Um, well, I'm homeschooling all of my children this year, so that's been new and interesting. How's that um, affecting your business? Oh my gosh. Um, kind of a lot. Like I didn't think, I mean, well, like she was saying, you know, you, they can do it. You know, you know, all the people <laughs> who are homeschooling their children who homeschool like 14 children and I'm only doing three and it's like, well, they can do it and fit their business and still grow and do all the things um but we just started like at the end of august september so i'm still trying to get into the swing of things so how's it going um it's going pretty well um i don't know i feel like i should still be like they should still be doing like school things um like i need a book just give them a book and i can teach them because i'm not really I feel I'm not really teaching them like a whole lot. It's like, here's this worksheet on math, do it. Like, so I'm not, I'm not a teacher. So, (laughs) so I I feel I'm not doing a whole lot. Um, But they're, you know, they're doing their math and they're reading the books occasionally. We were really bad about reading books. Um, But they do a lot of paperwork. They like to do more paperwork than online stuff. So oh, I've been trying to get more people schooling three children since August. Mm-hmm. How's it going? You said I'm not a teacher was one of the things you said. Yeah. And how do you feel when you think I'm not a teacher? Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you, sweetie? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Kind of. Useless. useless. Like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Okay. And when you feel useless, what do you do typically? Procrastinate. What does like, that we'll like? do it in a little bit. Um, um, I have put stuff I have off. Three boys. Do other things. I have three boys and a girl. And I'm just waiting to figure out when my kids are going to learn, when my boys are going to learn to jump off the pavilion of the pool. And I'm trying to figure out if that's going to necessitate an ER visit or if it's just going to be something I say, do it again so I can catch it on camera. Yeah. Well, my, my porch right here, the deck behind you, I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is my life. We are kin. <laughs> it's just it's great. They're boys. I don't I don't know what else to do. <laughs> well Kathy says Kathy says she homeschooled for 15 years and you need to put cameras in to video yeah. record all the funny things. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, that would be you're like you're gonna the- wanna like go back and watch yourself yell at the kids while you're doing dishes. That'd probably be fun too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Look, like all the like the super nanny when they do the shows and their cameras everywhere, and you're just like, I don't want to see myself looking like that. Like I'm not that horrible. <laughs> yeah, oh no, you're not. You're just a mom. 
And like, yeah, who's trying not to go thing when cameras aren't mo- rolling? Most moms are like, just know your worksheet. <laughs> yep. Yes. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. Stop yeah. jumping off the deck. Don't you know <laughs> boys aren't supposed to jump off decks while their moms are on a Zoom? Yeah. Don't you know to go inside and please be quiet and quit out here in the background? That'd be great. Like, what are you doing? Totally did. This is my, this is my attachee. <laughs> He's my attached. So yeah, wherever I am, he definitely is right there beside me. Of course he is. Yeah, because you're the best mom ever. <laughs> yeah, I try. So when you procrastinate, is that when you do dishes or what do you do when you procrastinate? Yeah. Anything. Dishes, run the sweeper, pick up all the things, laundry, cleaning. Cleaning is usually my... I'm, I'm mad. I'm cleaning. If I want to procrastinate, I'm definitely doing something else. It's your choice of buffer. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I don't know why, because I don't want to clean. Yeah. But it's definitely. Sean can always tell when I'm going to get my period because it's like 2am and I'm like, it's time to clean the bedroom. And I can't believe you would be so rude and sleep right now (laughs) and not ask me like, how rude. What what's wrong, babe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just it's better for so. your safety if you just pretend to keep sleeping. Honestly, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yes. Please don't ask me what's wrong. Just what's the matter? Please don't fart it my fault? while I'm doing it because yeah. that will make it worse. Yeah. Then I'll have to open the door, <laughs> and then yeah. I'll then I'll hate you for farting and snoring while I'm cleaning yeah. at two a.m. because I'm mad. Yeah about something else. Then I can like question my marriage and did I marry the right person and who knew a human could fart this much? Like why? Like why? And I'm never going to make chili ever again. I can see that that was the problem. Two days in a row of making chili. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Bad decision. Why do I even make dinner when it does this to my life? Why? Yeah. A hundred percent. So (laughs) kind of interesting. When you have this thought, and then I'll put you out of your misery. Although I want you to know (laughs) that nobody is bothered by your kids, except for probably. Because they're all like, not just me. Yeah. Um, but you're no. such a good sport to even come on. You're like, lock the door and then I'll lock them outside. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm outside. I know you can't get away. I tried. No, I can't. Michelle has six kids. Oh, I have yes. four. I have five. Yeah, I have five. Four. I have three older girls. Yeah. See, it's like, I've always said, if I homeschooled my kids, they'd be illiterate or dead. And in 2020 pandemic, we realized, yep, illiterate. Nobody died. They just were all, they didn't do school. We got to the end of the year. And one of my children had 15 missing assignments. And I literally messaged the principal on the last day. And I said, we're done. Gave it my best effort, which was, I did not teach my children. 
And um, you can totally hold him back. And if you do, yeah. I totally respect it. But we're not going to turn into 15 minutes. And she yeah. was like, okay, we'll see you next year. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> like, I, I meant it. I was like, do what you got to do. But like, I'm, we're not doing the 15 assignments. It's done. We're done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. It's done. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. you're homeschooling your three kids since August. You have this mm-hmm. thought, I'm not a teacher. And then you feel useless. And then you procrastinate by doing dishes, doing the sweeper, laundry, cleaning, even though you hate cleaning, really you're just buffering because you don't like this feeling of useless, right? And then your result is, I'm not, like, I'm not being the homeschooling mom I want to be, maybe? Yeah. Cause um, you know, they're all, they're all like cute and organized. Cause I follow some, like, even before I even thought about homeschooling, some of my other friends are homeschoolers and, you know, they have their rooms set up and they're all pretty and they have their curriculum, which I just, since it was like, Hey, we're not going to school today or this week or ever again this year. Um, it was kind of thrown together. So everything I'm doing is like worksheets that I find online for free or websites for free. So it's, I don't have, you know, hundreds of dollars to spend on curriculum. Mm -hmm. So everything is free. So I kind of feel like they're not getting as much out of it as I would hope. Mm -hmm. And also you're not getting as much out of it. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not getting... I'm not enjoying it yeah. the way I want mm-hmm. would also be yeah. a result, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yes, it's because, because I can't spend all this money on the worksheets. It's because I don't have my room organized like these other cute moms do, but really it's coming from several thoughts. One of which might be, I'm not a teacher. Yeah. And so like what I would tell you to do as you, in, as you think about this in the future is what's a teacher? What defines mom a, teacher? Is a teacher? Everybody's a teacher. Everybody so. has something to so. teach. Yeah. What makes a teacher? I mean, you can teach your kids anything. My husband's a contractor. So he built the boys a ramp the other day mm-hmm. and he was showing them how to like make the plane of the ramp. So that's teaching, you know, I bake not all the time, but I mean, I, you know, or I cook dinner, measure different things. So everybody, everybody's a teacher. So this thought of I'm not a teacher, is it true? No, but every time you pick it, this feeling of useless comes. Yes. And your result is always, I'm not being the homeschool mom I want to be. Yeah. And I'm not enjoying it the way I want. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Right? Because we feel like there's like this certain way to do it. Yes. 
Same thing with our business, yeah. right? We're like, oh, my posts aren't as funny as hers. I don't have yeah. like the cute. I don't know how to put my products in like a boho background. I don't have a boho background be able to rank up because I like. I don't even have boho in my house. I don't even know what my decor style is. Oh, I just have like carpet, together <laughs> paint and like some couches I picked out of RC Willie. Like that's what yeah. I have. I think I should probably get new light fixtures, but like I walk into the store and I'm like, I don't even know what to buy. Like, is that in style? I don't know. My husband's the decorator. Like he's the contractor. He picks out the colors. He does everything. We kind of just go along and live here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So but definitely like, with the posts too, like everything is, you know, they can have these long drawn out, beautiful posts like Brooks. And they're like huge long. And I'm like, okay, try my stuff. Right. <laughs> right. And both ways work. Yes, they do. And yeah. I've seen both of them work. Yeah. And I just so think they should be better. Could you be a teacher to your kids? Like in what ways could you be a teacher to your kids? Is there another way to interpret, like, what's another way to interpret yourself as a teacher? Just doing different things. Like what? Things that, like, like baking and, like, we go fishing. Um, just doing the, like just different things. Uh, just like doing the measuring things, how to measure, how to mix things together, how things come together. Um, I don't know. Um, just do stuff around the house, how to do stuff around the house. We make our own laundry detergent, like teach them how to do more homemade things. And so when you have this thought come up where you're like, I'm not a teacher, <laughs> like, like I am a teacher. I went to school. I have a degree in elementary education. I taught third and second grade. And when my kids were homeschooling in March, April, and May last year, I was like, I cannot teach my kids. I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to yeah. be a teacher anymore, but guess what? I was a teacher and then I hired a babysitter to be a teacher and then she quit because it was so miserable. And I was like, I don't even blame her. This is horrible. <laughs> These were all my thoughts. Yeah. These were all my thoughts, right? That created my experience that made it worse. Yeah. Right. And so anytime that you choose this thought of, I'm not a teacher, you could ask yourself this question and what else is true? I am a teacher because I'm teaching them to do other things. Yeah. And you just, just list it out in your brain. two plus two. You just yeah. list it out in your brain. Right. Yeah. And in your business, if you find yourself being like, I'm just not like diamond material. Yeah. I'm just not like rank up material. You could be like, and what else is true? I'm yeah. hardworking. I'm a go-getter. I can yeah. achieve anything that I work hard for. And both are optional to believe, right? So noticing yeah. what you believe about yourself and that that creates your experience and you want that result or 
do you want a different result? Yeah. Cause you can totally, both are optional and you get to pick. Sometimes you're going to be like, yep, today I am not a good teacher or I am not a teacher. <laughs> yep. Here we are. Here I am. That's how I want to feel. I want to feel really useless today. Yep. And then after like 75 days of that, you might be like, uh, maybe I want to believe yeah. something else about myself. Yeah. 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 Cause that's not, that's not a fun one. Yeah. That's not a fun one to feel in okay. any aspect of feeling useless. <laughs> Thanks for getting coached on the spot. This was so fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the heart palpitations there in the sweaty pits. <laughs> I promise this is not normal. <laughs> But you were such a support. You kind of just ignored me and and ghosted me. No, you said me by name. I know. No, there was no ghosting after that. I was like, "Is there another Tristan on? Like, that's, is there another nobody one? Has that name? Nope. Nobody has that name." <laughs> well, I loved it. I love so much, so much applicable here. So, thank you to Michelle. Thank you to Tristan for getting coached today. And we will meet right back here on Monday for our call at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. See you then, guys. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.